So get this! Mr. Peterman is finally letting me do some real writing! He's got this book deal for his autobiography, and he's gonna let me ghostwrite it! Wow, that's great! When it comes out, I'll have to get someone to ghostread it. May 5th, 2013. Greetings and salutins. How no. you doing? Wow, what? What do you no. mean no? <laughs> no greetings? No salutings? Nothing. It's all a void. We are replacing the void. We haven't been around for three weeks. I'm sure everybody missed us. Has it been that long? Oh my God. Why are you yelling? I just, I'm full of... Something. Shock. Uh, yeah. You're full of shock. Yes, yes. You're full of shock. Oh, oh, I get, I get it now. That's funny. That's really funny. Took That's you a minute. Good. I was like, "What the? Uh, I don't have energy for this." Maybe you're also full of a bit of air. There's all this thinking upstairs. Oh, 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 oh that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you say that, but you're really laughing inside. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, that's why you're laughing. Violence. Yes. Okay. Violence makes me happy. <laughs> Everyone knows this. And we wonder why people don't want to submit a script to seminar. I mean... What? Oh, you're saying I'm the problem. <laughs> because they know how, how well, violent, how much you love I'll your violence. I have you and... know. I have scripts in the hopper. Oh, there's a hopper? Oh, it's hopping, too. <laughs> the hopper's hopping, baby. What is going on here? <laughs> I don't know. Can we do a show? Can we? We have some news. I, we've done this before, right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. That's no different, though. All we right, never have. So let's just proceed. Let's proceed. Let's proceed with the post-it. What we have to say. That's right. It's all on here. my post-it. That's right. All of the scripts to Phantom Canyon are done. They're totally done. Well, mostly done. They're pretty much done. They're all done. We're going to do an edit and an extra read through. No, no, and... not an edit. It's a, a polish. polish. We're going to polish it's it. It's not an edit. It's totally a polish. <laughs> See, that was a spit and a polish. That was terrible. Well, Never I'm... fake spit. It sounds horrible. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> sounds like you're hawking a loogie. That's how you fake... That's not how, how else would you fake That's spit? Not... You don't clean things with loogies. you got to get you moisture. You have a loogie-less spit for cleaning. <laughs> I'm just saying. I've got one magic loogie. Oh, man. Okay. Seinfeld reference. Look, you know. I, yes. Yes, no, okay. but... Okay, no, It's all no. done. We're going to polish. No, no. And no, no, stop with the... We're going back it. to this. No. How would you... How would you foley a spit then? I'm, well, I, I like, want to know. There's no king. Then how do they know you're spitting? There's just the patooey. <laughs> patooey? Yes, just the patooey. Let, let me hear your best patooey. No. No, I want to hear it. No. Do it. <laughs> no, I'm not doing this. So it wouldn't work. That's what you're admitting. No, because I'd have to be like, because I can't even what? like, I have to raspberry at it because. That's not a spit. I can't spit. You can't do a spit and a polish with a raspberry. I literally can't actually spit. You can't raspberry. I can't even pretend to spit. You can't raspberry and polish. That doesn't work. I know. So therefore, I've won this argument. No. My spit and polish no. worked. No. And you were. Okay, stop. You were remiss. Phantom Canyon chastising is done. Me. So next is to polish, and then we're going to be sending out casting calls. You're just moving on and within ignoring me. Within the next me. week or so. Why are you doing that? And that's where we are. Now. Oh, because you're wrong. Let's that's go why. to the post. Because you're wrong. What's up next, executive producer Jeffrey Bridges? I can't imagine what might be on the post. It's exciting that all six Phantom Canyon scripts are, are very in. Very exciting. It's very cool. Dude, it's really cool. And the casting, yeah. 
what you said next week? Probably. It's going to blow your minds. Y'all ain't blow ready your mind. for the awesome we're going to break Dude, off in you your guys, face. You don't even know. We're going to break off all that don't awesome. Don't even know. Right in your ears. Yeah. So awesome. Yep. All right. You know, there was too much nonsense in that last section. Too much? This yeah. is us we're talking about. I think about. you need to cut out at least a minute of mostly you. <laughs> Our good friends over at the Good People Show, the Fanboy Scoop, oh, run Fan by Boy the folks Scoop, at Fanboy yes. Comics, they are celebrating their 100th episode tomorrow. Yay! So they have a little special promo for that. They, they asked if we'd run, and I said I'd be happy to. We're going to run that here, but congratulations to all of them. That's awesome. Yes, so why don't you listen to this to celebrate? Why don't you celebrate? <laughs> it's the Fanboy Scoop. We can review the, the Fanboy Comics staff is excited to celebrate the 100th episode of the Fanboy Scoop We Can Review podcast on Monday, May 6th. The Fanboy Comics team, along with special guest Mike Olson of the Atomic Robo RPG, will tackle the latest in geek news headlines. Be sure to visit fanboycomics.net on May 6th to join in on the geekiest celebration of the year. Alright, last bit of news for this episode. Yep. The scripts, all eight of them, have gone out to cast... For Henderson and Havner. I think I put that Yay! sentence together wrong. All eight scripts yeah. for Henderson and Havner have okay. gone out to cast. Anyway, it's, That's the way. it's yeah. a short comedy show. We've told them this. I know, but it's a reminder for the people who don't listen to every episode. I don't know why what? you wouldn't. Such but... people do not exist. Well, I'm just saying. And if they do, they're maybe... on my list. Hold on. My spit hey, list. it could be someone's first time. Well, the first timers are fine. Well, let's see. It's so... the people who don't listen to every episode. Well, they're on the spit list. I see. On the spit list. The spit list. Aww. Two. Two. Okay, stop! All of you. Stop it! I think I got wet on that last one. (laughs) So the scripts are out. (laughs) (laughs) And lines are coming in now. Yes, the first uh, season is eight episodes, and each one uh, will probably end up being something like six or seven minutes long, somewhere in there. So um, they have all gone out for recording, and lines are coming in. And as soon as uh, we start mixing that, we'll get a better idea of when oh, we'll yeah, start we releasing it. Oh, yeah, we got to do that, too. Yeah. Oh. And uh, so once we have an idea of uh, when the episodes will be finished and we'll start releasing them, we will certainly let you know. But that should be coming up soon. Ish. Soonish. Yeah. Soonish. A couple Soon-ish. months. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. From Pasadena, California, we have Laura Post. Hello, Laura. Hi. How's it going? Very good, thank you. Thank you so much for being on here. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) So, um, as per usual, we have questions in from our pendulums and questions from me and questions from, you know, out of the air. And um, let's just jump right into it because... You are the central focal point of one of Pendant's shows. And that would be Seminar. No, I mean... (laughs) Genesis Avalon. Yes. And the titular character. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, 
when the casting call went out, what made you say, yeah, I want to do that? Uh, it was actually a combination of things because as fans of like hardcore fans of Genesis Avalon know, Cat uh, actually had started working on it before it came under the pendant wing. Yes. So uh, the auditions were up on the Voice Acting Alliance at the time. And Cat uh, had actually asked me if I could please audition because she had heard my work in a different project, a different superhero project. And uh, I looked at it and went, oh, yeah, superheroes. Oh, yeah, Arthurian legend, two of my favorite things in one show. Yeah, I'm going to audition for this. And so I auditioned and the rest, as they say, is history. (laughs) Awesome. So prior to finding out that um, who your love interest was destined to be um did you expect sam or julian to be gina's love interest um well when the show first started and julian was like on the scene i was like oh it's gonna be like the reporter thing but you know he's the boy and i'm the girl and that's cool i guess (laughs) but uh not 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 any insult to the actor but as the character I'm not the biggest fan of Julian and then Sam showed up and I was like oh as a fan of the show not just as an actor in the show I was like oh my god I love Sam I love Sam Jaina so much and I want them to be together (laughs) and Kat like knew that I was like a mad shipper of them but uh, I had no influence on the way the story went I swear Mm -hmm. it just so happened that my, my ship was canon one yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it seems to have fit into the the storyline quite well um, yeah and I don't know if we're under spoiler rule because that was all last season um, and not even at the end but towards the end um, so those of you out there who are going what go back and listen to Genesis Avalon because my god it's yeah. awesome yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, um, so you were happy with the way that played out? Yes, very, very, very much so. There was a while where uh, I had a a dry spell of not seeing scripts for a bit, and I was literally borderline writing fan fiction about Genesis Avalon to feed my own addiction. <laughs> and and is Kat that, knows that, all about that. Is it's that available for public consumption? No, I never actually wrote it. I was just borderline. I almost wrote oh, it. Oh, I see. If only if I, if I had only had the time, it may have existed and it would have been quite interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm but completely work appropriate. Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> all right. So, um how do you get into the role of either Gina or Avalon. Do you see them as, as separate or did they, for you, start off as separate and are more united now? How, how do you reconcile they, the two? They definitely started out much more separate than they are now and there's actually a moment in the show uh, I'm trying to remember exactly when it is. It's back in, I'm pretty sure it's back in season one. Mm-hmm. But if not, it's like very beginning of season two. And I think a 
oh, it's been so long. Someone actually notes like your voice sounds different. And that's sort of when Jaina and Avalon become more like whatever, uh, like one person. Mm-hmm. She still has a voice change, obviously, when she turns into Avalon. But uh, yeah, I just. um Gina started out as much more like sort of innocent and maybe a little bit ditzy. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, as she be- grew up really and matured, she sounds a lot more kind of like me now. <laughs> like she's much more my natural voice now when I'm just doing Jaina than she was in season one where she was like, Jaina Masterson and hi, I'm up here and Noir, what are you doing? And ah, you know, now she's more like, Noir, what are you doing? I'm going to punch you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I and then, noticed that when we first connected and, and started talking before we started the recording and had that yeah. fanboy moment. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's something else. Yeah, I know. I just I just sound like Jaina. <laughs> and then, um, but uh, for Avalon, at least when it first started, Avalon was essentially, if I were Batman, what would I sound like? <laughs> <laughs> so it's me doing my best Batman voice, pretty much, is that's. That's my Avalon. She's just down here and she doesn't care about anything. She's just like, well, she does care about everything, but it's, she's just like, yeah, I'm a bad mamma jamma. <laughs> so. I'm Avalon. <laughs> I'm Avalon. Awesome. So, Jaina slash Avalon have, have, has gone through quite a bit. How do you get into that frame of mind? Um, wow, that's, that's a heavy question, man. Um, well, we all know that, um, certain writers tend to punish their characters more than others. Yeah, yeah. No, no beach picnics for, uh, Jaina. No matter how much I try to pitch that idea to Cat, <laughs> Like, come on, Cat, just one episode. They all go have a picnic at the beach. It'll be great. It would be a great, be like, 20-second awesome. or 5-second flashback moment where everybody's like, woo! We're at the beach having a picnic! Yay! <laughs> How come that never And then it's like, all my friends are dead! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, when, when I do have to do those scenes, uh, you know, it's so hard. It's, it's half I'd say it's like 50% imagination and putting yourself in like that specific situation mm-hmm. and 50% you know the the method actor approach of remembering stuff that's happened to you mm-hmm. and just sort of as much as it sucks going through it again and uh you know we all I've, I've certainly like lost people in my life and uh you just sort of draw on that and see what happens and I have to say some of the stuff that uh, Jaina has gone through has been incredibly intense so I mean I remember I remember recording them and then listening back when the episode came out and being like wow wow (laughs) (laughs) like just couldn't even I didn't even realize like how it sounded when I was doing it you know other than making sure that the mic was actually recording (laughs) Right, because your character has had to deal with loss a little bit. Just a little. Yeah. That's got to take a lot out of you as an actress. It can. I mean, I know when, uh, when, spoiler, 
Z uh, died. <laughs> okay. Not not spoiler for new stuff, spoiler for old stuff, but you know, if you haven't watched or listened, I guess technically, huh? Uh, when Z died, I think I almost hyperventilated because <laughs> of all of the crying. And sometimes, uh, and this goes for other projects too, sometimes like you're crying and gasping and breathing so much and all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I'm dizzy and I need to just take a moment and step back and breathe normally and then resume. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it can be sometimes actually like kind of physically exhausting. Same thing with those fight scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. Avalon is a fairly physical character. Yes, she is. How do you approach dealing with that? I've never actually seen a script, so I don't know what you get to give you kind of the idea of where you are, where your enemy is, and how people are moving around in a particular locale. How, how does that work? Cat's usually pretty good at uh, describing the action either through the, you know, description in the actual audio for the audience to understand, like, oh, she's on the ceiling or whatever. She writes it so much better than I would. Uh, and then in the script as well, she'll have very helpful, very, very helpful descriptions. Like, you know, you were thrown into a wall. Ow. God, ow. <laughs> or, you know, um, I think in the in the episode really, really early on season one with, um, I'm already forgetting his name, the electric villain guy, that first guy that, uh, that Lilith summons to be mean. It was like scream, like your insides are being pulled outside and your outsides are being like squeezed together and pulled apart all at once. I was like, okay. <laughs> So a really good scream, I'm guessing. Yeah, so she's usually pretty descriptive of what she needs. Well, at least there's no question stuff. as to what she was looking for there. Yeah, exactly. She's she's good about that. And it's actually really helpful. Like, you think, oh, couldn't she have just said scream? And it's like, look, that was a very specific sort of scream. Uh, yeah. And it does inform your performance. So how are you now approaching the role differently now that we're in season four than you did in season one obviously that was new back then but or and and if you want to comment on the 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 seasons in the middle too um as the show has progressed how, how have you approached things differently um it's it's kind of weird because i've sort of grown w alongside Jaina like I've played Jaina for so long and when I started playing Jaina I was actually like sort of a new actress not like a brand new actress but you know I, compared to now I was a newbie she says I was a newbie back then oh but um <laughs> but you know everything for Jaina in season one is like new it's a lot about oh my gosh, I'm a superhero and learning how to use the powers and learning how to deal with the secret identity and she's just very like fresh and kind of naive and like that was, I feel like a lot of the stuff for me as a voice actor at the time was new for me. I was a, you know, I was in a different superhero show but I wasn't an action character. So uh, here it was, I was like 
doing the actual superheroing and being all and a bad mamma jamma and then but also like trying to be like oh no press i'm not that superhero person and so that was all new for me and like fun and exciting and then by now in season four it's sort of like hey this is what i do i do it and i do it well and i do my best and that's it you know and sort of i feel like that's how Jaina approaches uh being a superhero i think she's sort of gone through the whole like this is new and this is awesome and then the oh my god this totally sucks <laughs> to finally coming to like acceptance of this is what it is this is just who I am and it's all you know even though the voice changes it's all her now so on that I think there was a lot of this is all my fault yeah that she went through do you think she's fully past that at this point or do you think she still has some things haunting her I think that even though she's just kind of come to accept that it is what it is if you were to ask her like who's oh no you have to put blame on somebody who's to blame and aside from saying something like you know obsidian she would still blame herself she's it's just sort of something you carry with you whether you know, it's hard to forgive. It's it's harder to forgive yourself, I think, than anybody else. So, I think she's still. I mean, I think she's come to like a level of acceptance, but I don't know if that's quite forgiveness. You okay, know? that's fair. Yeah. What would you like to see Jana get to experience before the end of this? The a picnic on the beach. <laughs> This being the final season. Yes. Um, although I'm, I'm planning a letter writing campaign to Kat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will I will join your letter writing campaign wholeheartedly. But, um, yeah, no, other than, other than Picnic on the Beach, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I can't think of anything like, yeah, she's she's done a lot of stuff and no spoilers, mm -hmm. there's still a lot of stuff in the store and uh I think people are going to be good by the end of this season. <laughs> Not like, "Oh, yeah, no, you're right. There's nothing else to say. I'm done." But like I don't think it's going to like leave people upset like, you know, Firefly or something. <laughs> uh, I I can't think. Yeah, other than like you know, I want my beach party. I can't really think of anything. <laughs> okay. Um, do you get a lot of time to work with David Alt? Um. Well, I mean, we get a lot of air time together. Mm -hmm. but, but we don't... you guys are very far apart right but uh, one thing I can say is that even though we're very far apart and we don't usually like Skype when we record or anything like that we record separately but we've been working together for so long on so many different projects I see the script and I can hear his voice like I just I know what it's going to be like it's so I can still play off of him even though I'm not actually directly playing off of him because uh, yeah we've been in 
a dozen things together. And the minute that Kat told me she got David to play Sam, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because I know exactly how it's like going to play and sound and it's going to be fantastic. And so you guys have been doing stuff paired together since back in season one. Uh, yes. And stuff. since, I mean, yeah, since uh, oh. season one and uh, also with like other audio drama groups and things back in the days of the VAA and stuff. Oh. We were in a, there is a project called Tiger's Quest 2 and he played my husband there. Like we've done a bunch of stuffs. <laughs> so yeah. I like when I wish him happy birthday, it's like happy birthday to my husband, crime fighting partner, lover, villain, murderer, like <laughs> brother. It's insane. We have a big long list of relations that we are to each other. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, David's awesome. Is any of that by design, do you think, or is it just um, working out that way? I'd have to say that at least 90% of it just worked out that way. <laughs> Perhaps there's some mystical force. Indeed. <laughs> so, I'm I'm looking forward to the rest of this season. Um as you should. Yes. Um, <laughs> an awesome season. <laughs> um, but outside of Genesis Avalon, are we going to hear you in seminar maybe? Or other pendant stuff upcoming? Um, possibly. It's, it's, it's hard for me because since I currently make my entire living off of voiceover, I have to... Uh, prioritize the stuff that helps me pay the rent over, you know, the stuff that is like soul fulfilling and awesome. Uh, so it depends on when I have time to audition for things like seminar and stuff, but I do still have interest in doing them. It's just usually for me a matter of time. Can you talk about the stuff you do outside of Pendant? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm in a few video games, I'm in a few video games. Uh, World of Warcraft. I play Queen Ajara and Shademaster Kirin. Uh, I'm in a fighting game called Skullgirls. I play Valentine, who's an evil ninja nurse. Uh, I'm Wait, in evil ninja nurse. Nurse, yeah, she's awesome. I love her. She's super great, and the the fans of Skullgirls are super awesome, supportive, crazy cool people. I absolutely love them. Um, We've been. Uh, we actually just raised a lot of money recently to get a few more DLC characters, and there's a big voting thing going on right now for who's going to be the next two DLC characters, and it's very exciting. I just think it's cool. Uh, I really love that game. And then uh, I'm also one of the other big three, I guess, for me is uh, I play Ari in League of Legends. So that's usually when people are like, what have you done? I'm like, World of Warcraft, Skullgirls, League of Legends. Because uh, those are usually the ones people recognize. But I also have done a handful of anime uh, and a couple other video games. Uh, Firefall comes to mind I'm in that. As Arrow, your Brazilian comm specialist chick. I love her. She's really cool. <laughs> Plus Brazilian accent, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does a Brazilian accent sound like? 
um, Wilbos, it uh, sounds kind of like this. It's a little bit Hispanic plus a little bit Russian. It's it's really a cool accent. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. I worked with an actual coach on that one <laughs> to huh. get it perfect. So how did you get into voice acting? Um, I... I wanted to do it when I was a little girl. Like I wanted to. I saw Rob Paulson was Raphael in the Ninja Turtles, and then he was also Mighty Max and Yakko and a million other things. And I was. He was one of the first voices where I kind of would pick him out as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my god, I want to do that. You can be like all these different characters. I want to do that. But I was like six, so. Um, flash forward like 12 years and my friends convinced me to go to an anime convention and I went to Anime Central also known as ASEN and uh, I saw all these panels in the the programming book and I was like oh my god voice acting that's what I wanted to do when I was six I'm gonna go to these panels because what have I got to lose that'll be fun and I went to every single panel that had the word voice acting in it and I took notes, and I followed all the advice. I went to the websites people suggested and stuff, and I just started voice acting and kept pursuing it. And ten years later, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So, for those that are not familiar with how the world of voice acting works, so how do you get into a role for say, World of Warcraft, or a cartoon that's going to be on television, or even a, you know, feature? Um, the same way you do for audio drama, really. Uh, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons I, anytime anyone asks me for advice on how to get started, I'm like, well, the first thing you should do is get started by just going online and recording, whether or not it's, you know, for money is irrelevant you should be doing it because that practice is the most important thing you can possibly do to advance your career more than anything else um because yeah after you know even after like five years of doing tons of audio drama and uh working you know on things for free on the internet you really fall into a rhythm of getting into, you know, finding a character, getting into that character, getting into the scene and going without a lot of prep time because a lot of the video games and stuff, sometimes you don't actually know what you're going to do until you get there. Sometimes you get the bonus of you auditioned for a character and they tell you that that's the character you got, but sometimes it'll be like, hey, Laura, we want you to come in and you're going to be doing a military game and here's your time. And you're like, oh, okay. And you don't get any description of what age your character is going to be, if your character is going to be fighting in the trenches or sitting in a comm room. Uh, You just sort of have to figure it all out in the one to five minutes you get with that script when they're explaining the game and the character to you in the booth. And sometimes you do get prep time, but sometimes they just throw things at you. And even when you know what you're gonna do like you go into the booth and you're like well I know that I'm here to play Queen Ajara today you might also have to do a couple additional voices because they do get 
uh, in, I believe, SAG contract, they get three voices no matter what. Mm-hmm. So usually they want to use their three voices since they're paying for them anyway. And uh, they'll so they'll just be like, yeah, uh, we need you to also voice this character. It's like she's 10 and uh, she's crying that she lost her doll go, you know. And so you have to be really used to jumping into characters like that and know exactly where to put your voice and where to do everything so that you can do it effortlessly and make it seem like you were born to play that role. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very cool. Have you thought about writing? Um, Outside the, you know, your own Genesis Avalon fanfic. Uh, of course. Outside of my own Genesis Avalon fanfic. <laughs> um, I actually have written in the past. I wrote, like, a novel when I was in high school that I've rewritten, like, 70 times. Um, and I wrote another, a second novel uh, a year or so ago. They don't really see the light of day. I'm not terribly interested in being a writer. Like, it's it's interesting because it's not, I enjoy writing. Because obviously when you write, you know, a whatever the heck page novel, you must like it on some level. But um I just really only do it for my own personal satisfaction and I don't really care if anyone reads it and I don't really care about that at all. Like a couple people tried to get me to market it and I found that I was more relieved when it would get rejected than (laughs) disappointed and that's why I stopped submitting it because it's just, um, I don't feel the passion for that the way I feel for voiceover and I know that in any creative field whether it's art or writing or acting or music you need to have that passion because you're competing with people who do have that passion so no regardless of how talented you are if you don't have that passion it's going to be infinitely harder for you to succeed anyway so right I like writing but I don't think I'm going to ever really do anything with it other than entertain myself (laughs) yeah without that passion it's probably missing that underlying oomph. Exactly. How about directing? Um, I directed for audio drama, um, and you can find it on Darker Projects. Uh, I directed, back in the day, a Batman No Man's Land adaptation, comic book adaptation from comic book to audio drama. Mm -hmm. It got about... I forget how many are up. I know how many exist. There's 15 episodes in existence. I don't remember how many are actually up on darker projects. Um, but I just don't have the time. So it's sort of like uh, auditioning for things. Voiceover has pretty much consumed my entirety of time, which I'm absolutely okay with. <laughs> <laughs> so I enjoy, I, I did enjoy like mixing audio. I've actually worked on a couple other projects that are probably never going to go anywhere sorry to the casts of those projects um but i just i don't have the time to mix so okay sarah sarah okay um is there anything in particular that you're working on that you want to showcase here and talk about um well i already mentioned firefall which is my current baby that I am promoting like crazy because I love it. Uh, it's going into open beta in July. So if you go to firefallthegame.com, 
I believe you can sign up to possibly get into the open beta. And when it launches, it's going to be a free-to-play game. So there's absolutely no excuse to not make a character and at least hear my voice once. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it's a really fun game. I'm not... It's it's sort of a shooter. And I'm not usually good at shooters, but I had a lot of fun uh, playing. I have a beta account because I signed up early because I am a crazy person. Um, but it's really it's really fun to play. So and is it a uh, console game? It is game? PC. Is PC. It is a PC game. Okay. Uh, I th- uh, don't quote me, but I think they said they would work on a Mac, but it's not. Right now it's PC, and that is it. Okay. But don't quote me on that. Go to the website. <laughs> They'll know for sure. <laughs> All right. And anything else you want to talk about? Um, think, think, think. There's stuff I want to talk about and I can't talk about, so I can't. I'm like, hmm, what things have come out and which things have been announced and which things can I say and not? So I don't think there's anything else that I can talk about, Okay. unfortunately. They sigh. Well, we will Um, keep an eye or Yeah, I always announce everything on my Facebook and my Twitter, so you can friend me or follow me. Do you want to give those out? Yeah, sure. Um, my Facebook is just Laura Post. It's not a fan page. Just friend request me. And if you would be so kind as to send a message so that I know why your friend requesting me, that always helps. <laughs> and my Twitter is Laura Post at Laura blah, 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 at Laura Post Voice. There we go. <laughs> very cool. Well, thank you very much, Laura. Thank uh, you. It has been very fun talking with you and Jaina and uh, I mean you um, <laughs> and I'm going to toss out if people want to get a hold of me um, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at JG underscore QA and you can find me on Facebook at uh, www.facebook.com slash J-O-R-D-A-N dot G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B dot 5036 because that's what it gave me <laughs> At some point, I will update that. And um, once again, Laura, thank you so much for taking the time out. Thank you. I had a blast. I did I. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, May 8th, Season 6, Episode 9 of The Kingery. Next time on The Kingery. We gotta move the match. The Shidokage match. Yeah. The one we've already moved twice? Something's going on here. Every time we move it, the cops are finding out about it. I just can't get over how familiar he is. Jesus, he went down again. Can't believe he's not dead already the way he fights. Can you turn that up? Giving him a chance to get back on his feet. Yeah, she's a real sport, that one. Wait, is Glass Joe saying something? Well, yes, it's. Uh, I think he. I think he said, "Get back to work." Did he just said, "Get back to work." Hello, Major. You looking for some action? I want to celebrate, not having to work with that smug punk Marcello anymore. <laughs> I think I met him a couple of times. Mm-mm, you're right about him. Hey, why don't you get me a guy like that? I could smack him around a little bit. I think Brett would work for you. Let's see. He should be free in about 15 minutes.
Coming out Wednesday, May 15th, Act 1 of Much Ado About Nothing! I learn in this letter that Don Pedro of Aragon comes this night to Messina. He is very nearby this. He was not three leagues off when I left him. How many gentlemen have you lost in this action? But few of any sort, and none of name. A victory is twice itself, and the achiever brings home full numbers. Oh, I find here that Don Peter hath bestowed much honor on a young Florentine called Claudia. Much deserved on his part, and equally remembered by Don Pedro. He hath borne himself beyond the promise of his age, doing in the figure of a lamb the feats of a lion. He hath indeed better bettered expectation than you must expect of me to tell you how. He hath an uncle here in Messina will be very much glad of I have already delivered him letters, and there appears much joy in him, even so much that joy could not show itself modest enough without a badge of bitterness. Did he break out into tears? In great measure. A kind overflow of kindness. There are no faces truer than those that are so washed. How much better it is to weep at joy than to joy at weeping. La la la, the show is almost done. That's the end of our show. It sure is. It's all done. All done. We will uh, be back in two weeks. Yeah, this time yeah. back to a, a normal schedule for now. So. Okay. Yeah. So be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant, the live journal community at community.livejournal.com slash pendant audio, the Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendant audio, the Twitter feed at twitter.com slash pendant web, and the Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com. And as we said, we'll see you back here in two weeks. Oh, thank you. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Thanks for listening. Why are you looking at me like that? What? You want to be on my spit list? Do you? No. I could accommodate that I, desire. I'm going to leave now. Bye. How is your foley of leaving you getting closer to the mic? Well done. It's me going run. You got closer. You're That's supposed to move leaving. away. I left. Shh. You can't hear me because I'm so far away. <laughs> but I bet I could spit that far. <gasps> You gotta give me a better noise than that. Yeah, you need to cut out at least a minute of mostly you. <laughs>